hey, what's the market like? Uh, how low will the sellers go? Are the prices negotiable? <laughs> These are three of some of the most common questions that we get, and we've got a few others in store for you too. Today, we're talking about Q&As with the MLMs. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in today to the Realtor Moms podcast. Tasha and I are doing a little Q&As with the MOMs. Oh yes we are. <laughs> yeah, I think like anybody in any profession, there are certain questions that that person gets that's in tune with their job, right? That everybody always asks. And we talked about it and we didn't want to go with the standard options. Like what's my house worth? We <laughs> wanted those questions that we see repeatedly, but would be a little bit out of the ordinary that just not some random person wouldn't just think right off the bat. Sure, sure, know? yeah. And and the questions that maybe we can, maybe we can help provide it with uh, a little bit of guidance here. These are the questions that we hear constantly. So uh, where do we start? <laughs> you can go first. All right. <laughs> Um, one thing, you know, it's not what your house is worth, but how many days will it take for my home to sell? Mm -hmm. We see that one quite often. Um, right. and you know, keep one hard thing. Hard to answer. That's hard to answer. And it's not as if we can just say that right off the bat. But what I, I know at least my approach, mm -hmm. um, is I will do what's called a statistical CMA. That's a statistical market and evaluation with numbers and comparables and homes like yours. And what that does is provide provide information on and it can give you days on market for active homes, pending homes, and closed homes. Sure. And so that way and we by get, days on market, she means how many days the house has, has been listed for be sale. Before it sells. Yes. Correct. <laughs> before so, it's under contract. Correct. Meaning before somebody writes a contract, not necessarily before it's closed and they've moved out. So correct. Just the time that it takes you to advertise it. Correct. And receive an offer and accept yeah. it. So I know that's at least my approach and totally. how I find my my information. Yeah. And we keep statistics on that too. Um, so Tasha's going in like when you're ready, we're talking about your house specifically, you're getting really, you know, wanting to know how to plan for your next moves. But um, in addition to that, if you're just kind of looking off the cuff, um, we do keep sort of some of those statistics based on price ranges okay. available yes. at our office. So um, kind of two different ways we can approach that for you is, well, um, are we just talking in general? Then we've got some numbers and that's kind of based on sometimes it's mostly price range, like I said, but also some areas, right? Certain, certain markets you know, certain are more markets, higher in demand than others. And, um, and certainly when you get a little more serious and ready to actually think about listing the home, then we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty, exactly. So. Mm -hmm. And tune it in. Um, I'm going to take it on the buyer's side. Uh, I know you get this question every time as well, but <laughs> if you're working with a buyer and they see a house that they like, they like it a lot, I get the... So do you think the, you think the price is negotiable? Oh, I, uh, yep. <laughs> and sometimes I get that when yeah. I'm standing in the house and I'm exactly. at like an open. Like how low open can house. we go? <laughs> right, right. And you know, every- Every so, single time. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's how it always is. And we're gonna give you, so step one, we have to be your realtor under contract in order to give you any of our advice. Like that's kind of where um, where we have to draw the line between a customer and a client, right? And there is, is that, a difference in real estate. Yeah, we can't just give Johnny homebuyer who walks into our open house like 
and says, well, will they come down in price? We, we really can't sort of um, talk about that because... They're not our client. But once you're, you've signed some paperwork with us and we are representing you in your best interest, then, oh, yeah. Gloves oh, yeah. are off. We Gloves can are off. We can definitely our, talk about our that. Feelings, so. and, and definitely and give you the answer advice. is yes, or we think it's yes. And sometimes the answer is, you know what, I feel like this is a, a really good price and here's why. And we'll provide you with that information. But at the end of the day, it's your decision. And we're here to support you through it and help you make the best offer that is most likely to be successful for you. Exactly. And make you happy. With your time frame and your motivation. Mm-hmm. So that's really what this is about. So but yeah. That was yeah. a long way of saying maybe it's negotiable. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But we're gonna we're gonna do and the we work can, to figure and, out why. And it is our right. advice will change mm-hmm. from house to house to house. Totally. Um, totally. There's all sorts of factors. So those are the things we are all we, Jamie and I spend time evaluating as we're going from home to home and helping our clients. So mm-hmm. Well, it's another popular one you got. Should I pay off special? Oh, that's on my list too. I know. I'm sorry. I'm jumping all around, but I had to bring it up. That's a really, really common one. It's a really common one. So we should give a recap for our listeners and for our new listeners. Yeah. What are specials? So uh, (laughs) good luck, Jamie. I'll go ahead and do that. (laughs) Um, So the, the short version of special assessments is essentially it's an improvement made in your neighborhood or that affects your neighborhood. Um, that the city essentially loans out to the developer or the neighborhood to make that improvement, and then the residents of the neighborhood make payments to pay it back over a certain amount of time. Correct. So um, you may, and it's not just new construction properties. It can that have be it can be ex- existing yeah, homes if yeah. they if they fix up a sewer system and yep. then they redo a road. Exactly. Um, a lot of times I also, it's not, it, it's not a tax, it's a special, but I sometimes right. refer to it as an infrastructure tax. Kind of, yeah. It kind of, but and there is paid. a capped amount that mm-hmm. shows on the city parcel pages and the county parcel pages of what is left to pay off and what your yearly annual installment fee yeah. is until it's paid off. And so. they can add new ones as time goes by. You know, so you're never... We could never tell you that any any home is guaranteed to not never have, have specials, specials or that they wouldn't go up in the future because it certainly happens. Yes. Um, but you make payments on those special assessments, so sort of that, that debt that's owed against that property for those improvements at the same time as you make your tax payments. Correct. So in North Dakota, that's once a year. In Minnesota, twice a year. Correct. And so reasonably thinking, and we understand where buyers are and sellers are coming with this. Because they're thinking, how do we lower yeah. our monthly payment? How do we lower our payment? Well, if we pay off the specials then we don't have to escrow for that amount we don't have to make that part of our payment and it lowers our monthly obligation here's where it comes in yeah and Jamie, tell us why it's not always a great idea no it's not always a good idea <laughs> you know here's the thing if you in are, fact i would say it's not usually a good idea yeah not usually <laughs> uh but if you are planning to be in the home for two years five years even maybe even ten mm-hmm. you're never going to see dollar for dollar on on your investment on your on your return and if you pay that off you very well won't see that money back yeah. every home every person you know all the advice i give to my clients is if you're buying a home in fargo moorhead west fargo or the surrounding areas mm-hmm. Pretty much planned plan for specials, plan yep. to have them because that's yeah. the reality of it. It may be low, it may be high, depending on certain scenarios, but that is the reality we're in. And so every home, it's just kind of an expectation that specials will be on it of some yeah. variety. So, and so if you pay that off, yes, it's a big selling point, but you're never going to see dollar for dollar for right. that value. Because when we're looking at homes with our buyers as, as realtors, 
right? We're walking through and the buyers are saying, okay, you know, here's our price range. Go ahead and look for homes for me in this price range. Well, if I've got house A and it, the cost of it is $300,000 and I've got cost B in the house of it, the listing price of it is $310,000 but house B has 2,000 in specials and house A has 10,000 in specials. It, ultimately, the specials become, the they go to the back seat. All the buyer is looking at is this house the is 10,000 more than that house. And we could talk to, we're blue in the face about, well, there's Why? special assessments yes. on here that are more than the other exactly. or whatnot. Um, but still, they're, they're not necessarily comparing um, specials. part. Yeah. Exactly. So. They're looking at the purchase price. So what... If they're if the buyer's not going to give you credit essentially for the special assessments that you've already paid off, then um, it's usually not in your best interest to go ahead and pay them off, or it's just kind of like giving away some money. Exactly. As your as a seller, so so generally our advice is no, but of course case by case basis. You know, sometimes if this is going to be a home you're in for twenty years. Great. Or you think you are, but that's that's <laughs> the problem. What if plans change? What if things yeah. are different? Mm-hmm. Then guess what? You've just paid off specials. You know, you've you're just paid the specials off. You're, you know, you're not likely to get it back. So yep. even appraisers look at it differently. Yes, I mean, I've had some appraisers that are that will give full value, and I have other, mm-hmm. had others that won't. Mm-hmm. So it's it can vary greatly. Yeah. So and that depends on all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, okay, my next most popular one is, do I sell my house first or, or like list my house first or do I go out and try to find my next house first? And in a market like we've had recently, that can be a really tough decision to make. Exactly. Because when houses are flying off the shelves. If you make a contingent offer. If you make a contingent offer, you're probably not going to be considered. Or, you know, you're, go- you're not going to be considered as strongly as someone who's non-contingent. And by contingent, we mean I want to buy this house, but I have to sell mine first. Correct. A contingent offer. So um, again, sorry, not giving you a black and white answer on this one. It's kind of a case by case, but and, and it also market conditions really factor into mm-hmm. this type of scenario. But we have we can always make a plan, and again, case by case. Sometimes we will go in and get your house, help you get your house completely ready, even though we're not necessarily listing it for sale get it completely ready, maybe get those photographs done, take some seasonal pictures, because it could be a couple months before you list your house. What if you're building? Yes. What is the timing like on that? Exactly. It, it all plays into it. It all plays into it. And and you can always ma- put your house on the market and put it under what's called a stop clause. That's a subject yeah. to owner purchase clause. Mm-hmm. Um, some t- agents will give you open-ended stop clauses. Other agents might say, right. okay, you have two weeks to find a home. It all varies, yeah. but and that is means, an option. What Tasha means when she's saying some agents will... She's saying if an agent representing a buyer writes you an offer, correct, you may get an offer that says, okay, we know you're not going to sell unless you buy, but we're only going to give you three days to buy. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that might can, not be enough time. Exactly. <laughs> but some so, agents might give you two weeks. Two weeks. A month. A month. Who knows? I, I mean, I've had one that was, I've had some that have been open-ended. Mm-hmm. Take your time. That's how much they love the home. Yep. And that buyers had flexibility. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, everything's a negotiation and that can be worked through. But yep. on a case-by-case basis, you know, we can certainly take time to go through what's in your best interest. Yes. And maybe it's not so much about the timing of getting contracts organized. Maybe your bigger concern is how do I get all my stuff out of this house before it sells, but when I don't have anywhere for it to go because I haven't bought that house yet. 
And that's another thing that we can work with our buyers and sellers on is maybe it's a delay of possession. Maybe we help you find a, you know, a temporary storage solution. Um, there are moving companies that will store the items on their trucks mm-hmm. overnight as long as you have the first drop off in the morning. Right. So right. there are workarounds and depending on your situation, we can help you kind yeah. of figure out the best way forward. But yeah, that's that's another super popular question. Exactly. List what do first, I do with my sell stuff? first. Yes. And what do I do? Do I sell first? Buy first? Yes. These are common, common questions we see all mm-hmm. the time. So. All right. You got one more and then I got one more. <laughs> what do you think? What's your next favorite question? Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. I'm going super, you know, this is the one I get from anyone and everyone under the sun all the time. How's the market? Uh, how's the market? <laughs> yep, yep. So that's not too specific, but I had to bring it up because I swear that's the one I get. It's the ultimate question. The, that's the ultimate question. Yeah, it's we get the elevator the question. It's oh, the you're in real estate? How's the market? How's the market? <laughs> exactly. Um, if you have to sell, we can get it done. And if you have to buy, we can get it get done. done. That's, exactly. Like that's not the answer to the how's the market question because obviously it depends on when you're listening to this podcast. We would have a very different answer. But at the end of the day, when we get hired to do the job, which is we, to sell your house we or get to help it done. You find one, we will absolutely get, get it the done. job done. So <laughs> so yeah, ask us on the day you call us, how's the market? And then we'll give you statistics exactly. and, and details. Well, that's a really, really good question. I mean, that that's, that is definitely the uh, go to the backyard barbecue. Everyone under the sun is asking yeah. that question. Yeah, that is the backyard barbecue question. <laughs> exactly. That was on my list too. Um, okay, so um, my I guess my last one is a, a very common question I get from buyers. How many houses do people usually look at before they oh, buy? Oh, yeah, that's a common question. Yeah. And we've you covered be, this before. But I think we have. You would be shocked, I think. Like, most people try on more pairs of shoes than they ever look, <laughs> look at, at houses, homes. right? And, yeah, it's a much bigger purchase, but also it, there's a lot more involved to it. And we don't bring people through houses that don't meet a certain number of their criteria that yes. they ask for. I, we really try to zero in on mm-hmm. what are they looking for. I do buyer consults all the time with yeah. any prospective buyer. I want to sit down and get to know them, what they need, why they need it, and really zero in on what's the type of home that's going to click and work with their situation. And totally. if I can do that, then that's then incredibly, it's not going to take weeks. Unless their request is very specific. Yeah, yeah. if their right? request is specific, it can take longer. Mm-hmm. But many times I've been able to cut my time down in half I it just sure. I can and because yeah. of how I work through the process and I bring up my flex our flex MLS system and we go through all the listings we mm-hmm. go through all the photos and we mark the houses in and out and then mm-hmm. I make a specific question between then and when we're meeting to go uh, look at homes is I ask them to drive by the properties I ask my clients to kind of really look and evaluate properties just to rule them in and out for those reasons and. Yeah, it, I I would you know I would definitely say it it's, it has helped. I maybe take people out on average one to somewhere between not one. I would say two to three, four, maybe five times really? at most. But yeah. I would say two to four times, and, and then we're time, done. How many houses are you seeing? I try to I limit this it. Varies, but this I'm varies. Her anyway. <laughs> I try to keep it somewhere between. If they have a long list. Mm-hmm. The most I will show is five, maybe, and this is mm. very rare, six. But yeah. I try to keep it no more than five. I no have a max of seven, but that's pushing it. Because once you get to house three or four, you're starting to forget 
the details of the first one or two. But, you know, again, there's always exceptions, right? Like if yeah. you've got, um, if, if you're coming in from way out of town, like you're driving several hours just to be or, here. Exactly. We're going to make it work for you. Like we're exactly. not going to be like, oh, five's my max. Sorry. Come back another time. No, 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 no. But, but, if, but if you live your, in town yeah. and it's easy for yeah. us to kind of go look, I do this so that yeah. way you're not my clients aren't feeling overwhelmed. Yes. You can get incredibly overwhelmed. Right. And this is another reason why naming the homes, not, you know, 1428 Oak Street. (laughs) You know, if that's, you know, I know that could be a real address. I'm just making it up off the cuff. But I I honestly, let's name the homes so we can remember them. I, we're in way too many homes to remember addresses all the time. I'm not very good at that kind of thing. I just, it escapes me. So, you know, you know, The house with the pink door, whatever. The pink door house. Which is also something to keep in mind when you're selling is if you've got one thing that's really sort of a distraction... Um, you That's going to be the thing. The house of the thing, whatever <laughs> it is, you know, insert thing here. So um, I've shown more cat and dog key options. houses than I care to oh, admit. No. <laughs> well, I want to circle back to that one a little bit more uh, again about the how many houses do people see before they buy because it's not super common. Like, like it's not more than 50% of the time, I wouldn't guess, that people I, buy I, the first house that I they see. I would say probably for me, it's probably not 50, but I would put it at a good 25 yeah. to, to 40%. It really is. It really is. Because that's the one that got you off the couch. You probably didn't call a realtor the first time you picked up your phone or your computer to peruse the local listings. You but probably that's didn't. the one that you kept but looking that's at. That's the one that was an actionable item. That's the one that, that you went your to attention. the open house. Yep. That you called com- us yeah. and said, you know, I really maybe want to see this house. It really is is got a lot of, has got a lot of the things that I'm looking for. Yeah. So I wouldn't know yeah, I would uncommon. definitely I wouldn't definitely say fifty percent, but I would say somewhere yeah. between twenty five to forty percent. Right. So somewhere within that range. So yeah. So it's not don't kick yourself if you're so good that the first house you chose to see <laughs> ends up being the one that you buy. It happens. It sure does. Well, those were our questions. You yes. got anything to add? Uh, not at this point. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were your realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.